SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. So I did say today is World Read Aloud Day. I know, I know so much else is happening. But that's what we're going to be focusing on today. We'll also be bringing you children reading aloud. But all of this is an initiative that's been put together by Nalibali. Sally Dupree, who is a communications manager at Nalibali, joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Sally. Thank you so much, Tamela. I'm so pleased to be on, on air with you. Let, let's just start with Nalibali and, and its mission. You've been around for a long time. You've been all over the country, really advocates for reading for, for young people. Let's start with where that journey began. Right. So Nalibali was founded in 2012, actually, um, by the project of for the study of alternative education in South Africa. And their mission was grow the success that they had seen with multilingual after-school reading clubs. They realized that children who were experiencing books and stories in their home language in relaxed atmospheres um, and were just encouraged to listen and enjoy stories were actually doing much better at school and were learning how to read and write much faster. And from there, we grew into the Nali Valley campaign, which has a network of thousands of reading clubs across the country and is encouraging caregivers and kids all over South Africa to read for enjoyment. I mean, it's, it's amazing. 13,000, that's the approximate number that we're hearing of, of these mm. children that you're reaching at a time. So you're focusing today mm. on World Read Aloud Day. Tell us why that specifically reading aloud is so significant in that journey of reading. Right. So reading aloud is especially great for very, very young children. When kids can't yet read themselves, spending time with a caregiver, reading and sharing stories shows them so many things. It shows them how books work, that we read from left to right, that books have a front and a cover, and what's inside a book is important and exciting and meaningful to them. So that's how we introduce books and stories to very little kids from an early age and created positive associations. And then with older kids, it really helps to nurture their imaginations uh, by taking them to places and ideas that they might not have ever thought of before. It helps to stimulate empathy. They start to see things from the perspective of other children and other people. Um, And it also really helps with their vocabulary. And what's really exciting for parents to know is that kids who read and um, share stories regularly for pleasure, and you think they're just doing it for fun, research has shown that those kids actually perform better in the classroom regardless of the subject. So it's not only in languages, it's across all subjects. I mean, there, there is obviously that campaign that the president initiated last year saying, let's all try and make sure that all children read for, for meaning. And, and I suppose with that language um, that you've just spoken about, the home language being somebody that, something that you bring into books at leisure, yeah. uh, assisting in children being able to progress in other subjects as well, is, is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You, so just to unpack that a little bit more, Literacy obviously underpins all education. You have to be able to read and write to know what's going on in all subjects. And even math is just a different type of literacy. So what we've found is that children who have a solid foundation in their mother tongue are better able to learn a second language, such as English, when they get to grade three, because they already have a great pool of of language, a great foundation 
in order to learn the second language from, if that makes sense. So once you understand something in your home language, you're better able to relate to it in a second language. When you are literate in the language that you're being taught in, you'll obviously perform better in the classroom. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. You also then each year then have sort of a selection of books. And today we are now having a look at a new story. Um, mm. The book is called, it's, it's, a, it's a book by Lerato Trok, who, who wrote initially in this particular story in Sitswana and was later translated into English. Tell me why that particular selection. So we love to always share and promote stories and authors and illustrators from a South Africa. We obviously want our stories to be as relevant and meaningful to the children who are reading them as, as possible. Lorata is an incredible person. She's a children's author. She's been a teacher, a librarian. She works for Nali Bali in the supplements, so she understands so much about the power of stories and language. And what she shared with us was so meaningful and relevant to today. When we asked her to write the story, she said she really struggled because she kept thinking about the story in, in English. English. Yeah. But the moment that she sat down and she thought, I'm going to try write this in my mother tongue, which for, the, for Lerato is the Swana, she said the story came to her immediately and it just flowed. Isn't that quite something that, that she herself, understanding the value of the mother tongue, mm. had, to, had to literally sit and convince herself to, no, 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 I, I have to now do it in my mother tongue to mm. get the story mm. out. It wasn't a natural process. She had to consciously do that. Mm. And that's what we're trying to move, move away from, to saying, actually, mother tongue is amazing. Let's celebrate all our languages. Let's use it as a go-to language for little kids and babies. Let's get them fluent in their first languages before we try to introduce other languages. Although, you know, there is a case for bilingualism which says that kids who grow up in multilingual households have, like, their brains are just, like, ultra-stimulated. So yeah. we're all for that as well. But um, definitely start with, with what's going on at home. And, and to bring it back to that home conversation, I want to say that the amazing thing about reading aloud for caregivers is that children, when you read aloud to them, they don't mind how well or how badly you read aloud. What they remember <laughs> yes. is the time you spend together. Correct. Let's let's talk about your other campaigns apart from today. I mean, today is specifically for Word Read Aloud Day, but your campaigns continue throughout the years. Tell me about those. So we have a lot of different initiatives that we run throughout the year. Um, I think one of the most exciting ones that we are busy with at the moment is we've got a strong focus on libraries. So what we've realized is that kids who have increased access to books and stories, obviously they are also doing better in the classroom because choice and selection is one of the key motivating factors to becoming a lifelong reader. And we have all these libraries in South Africa, but there's a lot of kind of, um, how can I say, there's like um, barriers to libraries. A lot of people aren't sure. They're like, oh, I don't know, a library. Who can go to a library? Is a library for me? Maybe a library is scary. It's intimidating. And we've been working to actually break down some of those stereotypes and those misconceptions and to get kids connected to their librarians. So we're getting kids into libraries. We're introducing them to the library staff. We're showing them, this is not a librarian. This is Mrs. So-and-so. She's friendly. I can approach her. We're getting them signed up with the library cards. And I think one of the ways that we started doing that last year, and we're going to continue again this year, which is so much fun, was a 
wonderful collaboration with Clowns Without Borders. So, you know, think of a library, it's a quiet, serious place, and then suddenly it's full of children and a bunch of clowns, and really for enjoyment is happening. <laughs> Let, let's talk about how we join the network, because obviously people are listening and they're thinking, this is fun. How do I become part of this community? Great. So there's so many ways to be involved with Nali Bali. Um, you know, you can go to our website and you can literally sign up. Then we stay in contact with you. But for people who want to take it just that little bit further, we've got a volunteer network. It's called Funda Leader. And if you go to our Mobi site, so it's www.nalibali.mobi, you can sign up. And what you'll be signing up for is an opportunity to receive training on reading for enjoyment completely free ideas about what you can do to promote literacy in your community. And every now and then we run some competitions and we give away books and t-shirts and other prizes like that. And it's for absolutely anyone. You can, no matter your age, no matter your language, no matter what you do, if you pass two hours once a month or you want to do two hours every day, there is an opportunity for everybody to get involved. Always lovely talking to you, Sally Dupria, who's a communications manager at Nali Bali. Thank you very, very much as we celebrate World Read Aloud Day today on the 5th of February.